0: RDTdaily.com presents a TaraBuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Alright, alright, alright. What's up, what's up, what's up? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. How's the sound? <laughs> I need my producers to tell me how how's the sound? There's a dog outside my door and he's barking. That's the neighbor's dog, in case you hear him. He's barking. All right, this is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. You better believe it. And we need that. And honestly, I'm really scared right now. I see everything that's going on, and I'm really concerned that we're... uh I don't know, slipping into fascism. I I don't really want to deal with fascism. I would rather tear this country apart as far as splitting it up. But we'll get to that in a minute. So before, let me just do the plugs and tell everybody, in case you're new, where you can help us, support us, and find us and keep coming back, because this is where you're going to meet great, amazing people. And we will have Mark's, Mark is, what's, my God he is known as mark c mark i should have gotten his pronunciation chiacola you could he could tell me when when we get on the phone he's going to call in from mark from a radical dot com is going to call in and we're going to talk about well he's going to help us survive the fascist these fascist attempted coup Right now it's an attempted coup. I don't know why Trump isn't a, isn't arrested. God damn it. What the fuck? Why don't you know? Hold on. All right. So professional around here. You guys, I guess the the audio is okay? Okay, good. Cuz I need I need you to tell me how's it going? All right. Um so thank you if you if you can become a patron please do at patreon.com/taradevelin cuz that will keep this show going and more importantly well they're all important going and growing otherwise we're done we don't have big billionaire benefactors that sounds better we don't have that's it we don't have big billionaire benefactors they're too busy fomenting coups And that's what's happening. It's not the first time. It's not the last time. I don't know. Will it be? It's just the next time at this point. But will they be successful? I have to turn the light on, too. Uh, And we'll go through some. Well, let let me just start, actually, before Mark gets here and uh, we can talk about. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think what because Mark is going to call in at 830. And that will be our time to really, you know, just talk about how we're going to get through this fascist time. But in the meantime, um, I just thinking today and watching what's going on, the truckers in Canada, the effing uh, fascists in this country spreading lies. That's what they're doing. And it's not coming from—the lies aren't coming from uh, some obscure podcaster because, well, as far as conservatives are concerned, if there is an obscure podcaster, they, they'll they fund that obscure podcaster because they know their evil message has to get into the ears of every every dumbass. And it gets into the ears— Uh, through racism that's their that's the crack you know people well there's a famous saying um something about cracks and people that's where the light gets in i i agree yeah you know you're you're hurt those wounds usually kind of i would think if you're doing work on yourself may they make you a better person but with republicans well they're perfect so that's what's the first problem they're sick they project this image of um perfection but well, they're not perfect they're disgusting they're filthy fascists and they're disgusting i don't know why um the see here's the problem and this is what is what concerns me and obviously i didn't do the plugs but who cares we're just getting into it um, the most important plug is to become a patron <laughs> at patreon.com slash And if you're on any any other platform right now, like Facebook, for example, come on over to youtube.com slash c for channel slash Buster to keep, you know, to not just, I was going to say keep us going and growing, but yeah, but also to hang out with all the cool people. And that's who I will be, I'll be talking to. All right during i i mean i see other chats but it's it's rare uh, I'll, I'll see your chat later but i'm really monitoring the the youtube and right now i want to say thank you richard w for your super chat and thank you jim for your super chat oh well richard first of all says another great show yep i agree it's going to be great cuz mark is coming on so and thank you jim for your super chat Jim says, "Evening all, and Errol Thomas. Thank you so much for your super chat. When will Republic clowns ever gonna learn how to smarten up, and start see things, the way us progressive liberals do? Well, I guess that would be the first of never. Perhaps there's something fundamentally sick in them, and rather than get being, or rather than um." Their leadership encourage them to get the help they need. They encourage and cultivate the the sickness. Well, let me just start off with this because uh, it's this is kind of a good way to get into everything. We'll talk about the truckers. I mean, the truck thing is an astroturf organ. It's not organization. An astroturf funded. Uprising, and it's being encouraged by the fascists at Fox News who are also outright lying to their their dumbasses, the victims they're they're not viewers, they're victims, and they're doing it to foment uh, the, well to really put the nail in the coffin of democracy, like they tried to they've been trying billionaires and the the one percent have been trying. To overthrow democracy, since the founders uh, signed the Declaration of Independence, they don't like democracy. They don't want it. It's too pesky. It's too annoying. It makes them pay taxes. It makes them pay well, pay the price of admission to for civilization. They want all the benefits of civilization, but they want none of the responsibilities we have to each other, because in their minds they don't have any responsibilities to us. That's why they can, well, with just nothing but hosts from which to suck profit and discard. And in the meantime, they will let us fight over the scraps, and they keep pouring, pouring fuel on the fire, throwing red meat. And if if there's any good news that comes out of, let's say, well, the Biden administration, they will um, counter that news with outright lies. But let me just see. Should, I just saw this tweet earlier, and it really pissed me off. And it's an example of what's what we have to live with. And Because the thing is, they, they don't, they're in their c- gated communities. They're in their ivory towers or in their fucking wine caves. And they're not out here living in the consequences of their actions. So they just throw the match, light the fuse or whatever, pour the gasoline and light the fuse and walk away and laugh. Because they know how stupid... The the very loud minority is. They're the minority. They're more of us, and uh, I don't know. It's very disturbing. So let me just show you first off. And then, guys, if if the audio is effed up in any way, I saw Winston said earlier the audio sounded good, but if it somehow goes off track, you guys will tell me. So I don't know. It just feels weird. It still sounds weird in my headphones, so I don't know really what's going on. Alright. As long as it sounds good to you. Okay. That's not the one, but it will be. I wanted to read something from Rolling Stone. Wait, but that's not it. Hold on, hold on. Beep, beep, Here, these tweets right here. I just, you know, looking at Twitter. Salam Bati. At is uh, this is a Twitter account at S A L A A M. That's his Twitter. So he's the deputy director of the what is it? The Virginia Poverty Law Center. All right. He's got a. This is his Twitter account. So this is what he says. My pregnant wife... So, obviously, he's... Oh, wait. Hold on, guys. It's a cliffhanger. Be right back. This is Tara Devlin. Unapologetic liberal talk. Come back. All right. We're back. My name is Tara Devlin. Unapologetic liberal talk. And, yeah, that's it. This is the best liberal talk show you'll ever encounter. As far as... I mean, I say to myself, okay, Salam Bhatti, B-H-A-T-T-I, he's the deputy director of the Virginia Poverty Law Center. Anyway, so he tweets today, my pregnant wife, nearly full term, was with our three-year-old at the park enjoying a lovely day. A lady walks by and says, you're having another one? Lord, help us. Go back to your country. She's never experienced this kind of hatred. Wait a This fucking thing is moving. Okay. And for our son to see it so early in his life is upsetting. It's upsetting to me. Who are these people? You're having another one. Lord, help us. Go back to your country. Now, who would you rather have in this country? That old angry, racist cracker or somebody who works for the Virginia Poverty Law Center I think I'm seeing the problem here, something's wrong with one of the cables, I have to change them up alright, I know, it's part of why, you know, I ask for patrons, this is what you get fuck you know what I mean? I this is a one man band. I don't see uh, Diamond and Silk having to deal with this. That's because they get funding. All right? And it's I'm not compl- I'm not blaming you guys. You know. But this is what we do. We do it anyway. And I appreciate everybody who understands that cuz we're doing th- this liberal talk anyway to try to break through the the lies and it's absolutely necessary so it is what it is at this point so he he tweets it continues a man had been standing nearby with his kid when this happened he asked Hina what the lady said and the man was so angry to hear and apologize saying that it isn't what this neighborhood is like we know because we lived here for years without issues Hina is one of the strongest and smartest people I know. She teaches sociology at a community college, leads a Muslim women's group that helps the less fortunate in Richmond, and helps Afghans get out of their war-torn nation. She's a beautiful part of our commonwealth. Exactly. And a beautiful part of humanity. Somebody who gives a crap about other people. And what is this lady's damage? that she could walk by a a mother and her child and disparage them because they have darker pigment. That's what it's about. These monsters, and that woman is a monster. I'm sure she thinks she's great. I'm sure she thinks she's a wonderful person. She probably is a Christian. She goes to church. She goes, Where Jesus bathed in the lamb of the water, right? She that's what she does. She's so she's such a good egg. You know her. She's wonderful. But how dare she? It's like you have to walk around with a goddamn body camera constantly, right? catching these pricks on tape, but the woman didn't have one. So the lady walks on by and she goes right home, said, goes about her life. Unreal. Vile. So he continues. I was in the office when Hina called. I never heard her like this. I left the office and met my wife and son at the park. My mind racing the entire time. What if the lady comes back and says or does something? Is this the only time this will happen? Will things get worse? Yes, they will. Because the fascist freaks have been let out of the Belfry. They're flying around, the the flying monkeys. And they're emboldened. by They're emboldened by their dim leader. They're emboldened by the right-wing media. And they... Uh, you know they're very dangerous. They're damaging this country the way they are damaged. They are—I uh, mean—that's the thing. They can't change. To—they um, can't evolve and and lift themselves up to the level required to function in democracy. Mother, ever. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm crying, crying, driving and crying. What the, hold on guys. It's always something. Alright. Fucking shit. This is embarrassing. What are you going to do? People, somebody left a message on one of the videos, like, "Oh, it's you, you, uh, like fumbling with your mic." Bye, Felicia. Fuck off. You know what I mean? Become a patron, motherfucker, or do your own show with, and then see. (laughs) You know what I mean? Do your own show. Get your uh, million-dollar studio together and shut the fuck up. Oh, you're fumbling with the mic. Oh. It sounds like, she said, it sounds like Charlie Brown at class saying wah, 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 wah. Bye, Felicia. Shut the fuck up. You know, that's what I have to deal with. And that's uh, that's a liberal. You know what I mean? That's a liberal for you. That's what they do. And this is why we're in this boat. Frankly, it really is. We're in this boat because we don't, we have uh, we're up against billionaires, and half of the American people think I don't know what are the, what the fuck do they think that they they I don't know I don't I don't really know that everything's cool and oh hey people suck that's why I love animals all right. How are we doing? Let me check in on the chat. I might have lost half of you. <laughs> How is it sounding? Yeah. it's uh, Oh, the shower. She keeps asking. How's the mic? Shut the fuck up. It sounds, it doesn't sound good in my headphones, but okay. We're doing it anyway, just like uh, everything. You do it anyway, right? Errol Tom says, tell him, Tara. Nic- Nicole Sandler would also do the same thing as well. Yeah. People do suck, says Terry Taylor. They do. It's like they don't understand what we're up against. And, you know, go, go fuck it. Go annoy somebody who sucks. You know, we're here trying to make the world a better place. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, the mic is like, Nya-nya. shut the fuck I'm sorry, I'm cursing up a storm. But but what do you expect with this microphone, right? Jesus, I don't know. Everything sucks. I need a new. That's why I say become a patron if you can. What do you think? Then I can get some some help. Then I can get a good mic and setup instead of having me and my producer stepping my cat stepping on the keyboard. All right, so to, to finish up, oh, Jesus Christ, I just don't, don't leave. So the show's not always like this. Come back. All right. So he continues that he went to meet his wife at the, at the park. I don't know. Um, so he says, will things get worse? I don't know the answer. I share this here because I live in Virginia and I want it on record. My son will start school in a couple of years. If he's young enough to experience this, then kids are old enough to learn about it in school. Absolutely. Also, regarding go back to your country, my wife is from the magical land known as Illinois, the land of Lincoln, and while she misses where she grew up at richmond virginia our home uh, it is richmond excuse me where she grew up richmond virginia is our home and where we are raising our children it's 2022 and he he finishes that racist lady needs to re- to read the room um yeah she does but i have to say she is reading the room She is getting permission to be a filthy, disgusting racist. And the person like her is opening the door to a fascist coup. And it's happening. That's what's going on in Canada. And they're, you know, it's funded just like the Tea Party was funded by billionaires. That was not uh, a uh, spontaneous grassroots movement. It was... An AstroTurf-funded movement, not, a, not even movement, dupes. Dupes apply, and they, they eagerly apply. But it was funded by billionaires, because the, whole, the bottom line is billionaires don't want democracy, just like they tried to overthrow FDR and install a fascist state and that's not I, I don't know why that's not it it taught in in high school at least right i didn't learn that in high school it seems almost fantastical but it's the goddamn truth F- smedley if it, if not for smedley butler it would have succeeded if they had reached out, like for example if in this coup if not for Brad Raffensperger for Pence for the people, and I'm not uh, I'm not patting any of these scums on the back. They are still scum, fascist scum. All of them. They did something right for once. Okay, good. They didn't go c- completely to um, the coup, but they've been working on it a long time. They're part of it. They voted for Trump. They enabled this disgusting divisive uh entire i mean i don't even know what they enabled it they enabled the scumbag coming down the escalator calling mexicans rapists that's they voted for that so what do they expect of course it's going to a coup it's we were warned that's what Uh, Michael Cohen said, if Trump isn't, if he loses, he will, there will not be a peaceful transfer of power. And here we are. And, and the idiots, the idiots are running free and rampant. Right? I'm just checking the phone. Okay. Before, let me, uh, yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got, look, look at this. Here's Smedley Butler exposing the um the business plot whoops sorry (laughs) wrong button
0: i appeared before the congressional committee the highest representation of the american people under subpoena to tell what i knew of activities which i believe might lead to an attempt to set up a fascist dictatorship the plan as outlined to me was to form an organization of veterans to use as a bluff, or as a club at least, to intimidate the government and break down our democratic institutions. The upshot of the whole thing was that I was supposed to lead an organization of 500,000 men, which would be able to take over the functions of government. I talked with an investigator for this committee who came to me with a subpoena on a Sunday, November 18th. He told me they had unearthed evidence linking my name with several such veteran organizations. As it then seemed to me to be getting serious, I felt it was my duty to tell all I knew of such activities to this committee. My main interest in all this is to preserve our democratic institution. I want to retain the right to vote, the right to speak freely, Hmm. and the right to write. If we maintain these basic principles, our democracy is safe. No dictatorship can exist with suffrage, freedom of speech, and press.
1: Wow. No dictatorship can exist with suffrage, freedom of speech, and freedom of the press. Well, we have freedom of the press, but we have corporate media. We have a concentrated, deregulated corporate media that made this possible, and they're out, li- outright lying. For example, when President Biden's... um got the good news about the jobs that his in the first year of his administration, there were more jobs created and in in record. I don't know. When was the last time they, let me see here. Look at that. So first year Trump, 2 million first year Biden, 6.6 million. And they had, to, they had to do something about that. There was too much good news. And if there's not, well, well, they were preparing, they were salivating. It really looked like they were, it was like foreplay for them, um, setting people up. What is he going to do when the numbers come out? They're bad. That's how you have to talk like that because it's like from the bowels of hell. Oh, they just made shit up, and it's not Fox News. It's not just Fox News. Look at this montage. They here they are lying about, um, saying that Joe Biden is going to fund crack pipes. People getting crack pipes, uh, but it's 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 nefarious. These fuckers are nefarious. It's they're they're talking about a harm reduction program that. Um, is effective and works to help people find recovery and help people um, not die but the, the nobody's giving anybody crack pipes but it doesn't matter they're outright lying and here here's the montage.
0: This morning, we're learning that um, HHS, Health and Human Services, is
2: considering um, spending thirty million dollars on um, crack pipes, handing out crack pipes to drug addicts.
0: We're a country of yeah. drugs, all of a sudden—crack yeah. pipes and
2: meth pipes, targeting minority communities. Well, thirty million dollars to distribute
1: crack pipes, and, all- and look at the way they're they're phrasing it. Like it's um, it's all they're concerned about minority communities right? They're so concerned about minority communities, they're preventing minority communities from voting, blocking them, gerrymandering them out of existence. That's what they're doing effectively, thanks to the fascist fucks on the Supreme Court. But I guess tonight there's going to be a lot of cursing. Maybe when Mark gets here, he'll, he'll talk me off the ledge a
0: little bit, but we'll see giving crack pipes to criminals using taxpayer Uh, dollars emergency covid bill which had nothing to do with covid has more to do with crack pipes
1: can you believe these shameless scums and it's completely false and it's not just fox news you saw rubio this guy here uh kennedy I hate this guy. I I hate he, he 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 to me he looks like walking phlegm. He's he's phlegm made into the f- shape of a man. That's what he looks like. That's what he sounds like. His homie folksy bullshit like we have a we got a saying over here in old Virginia or wherever the fuck I oh Louisiana. We got to say if that dog don't hunt he won't hump your leg. So this bill isn't going anywhere. He, and it's crack pipes coming. The lies. I I hate them because um be, because of everything but on top of everything else they they hate America. You understand they hate it so much that they are lying to their dumbasses, and they they don't care how it affects them. They don't care that they're uh, tickling the racist funny bones and let, and they don't care that people are being assaulted and being uh, and that communities are being torn apart by this. They don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all about destroying democracy. So how do we how do we do it? How do we get through this? I know I have I have my struggles I share with you guys. And it's just it's just it's not god it's not easy. It is not easy. And we need each other and we need help. But and I, well, really that's the base that's the basics of democracy. We're in this together. Human beings are interdependent. We're not We're sick if we're at each other's throats. That's what the Republicans want. All right, we're back. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And we talk about the whole package here on on Terror Buster. And tonight, let me see. Oh, we got Mark on the phone. Hold on. Mark. Hey, Tara, you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Yeah. So there's always a second of, of, uh, you know, anxiety (laughs) when I, when I (laughs) click that button and I hope that people are there. So yes, Mark C uh, who, who you guys know in the chat, Mark, how do you pronounce your last name?
2: Well, two ways of pronouncing it, Tara. One of the anglicized way is Ciociola, oh, like Coca-Cola. Okay. And the other way would be Ciociola in the oh, Italian. okay. So
1: I I completely mangled it. So great. I'm glad no, you... No, no,
2: actually you didn't. No, you <laughs> I did? No, said I think. I I said, like that.
1: Cia- yeah, said Cola. That's what I said. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> something okay. I don't know. But it's good I that said, you're it's here. It's fine.
2: You know, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, um, I always knew when the teacher came to my name because they... <laughs> kind of look and stammer oh, right. and kind of look look around
1: oh, right, right. <laughs> so mark um well let me mark sent me a little thing mark has a bow, background in vocational rehabilitation counseling as a practitioner and an administrator for nearly 30 years and he recently retired from vermont and moved to florida Good luck with that. And uh, Mark says he likes to joke. He went from the most politically progressive place in the nation to the most regressive, but um, likes the challenge. Well, that's I mean, that's good. Well, Mark, let me. What is uh, your website? Um, a radical you. What is what is that about?
2: Yeah. I, yeah so it's it's basically a, a radical you is is about. Um, helping to facilitate people's, you know, personal, uh, and ultimately their spiritual growth.
3: Right. And
2: so, um, I'm, I'm committed to, you know, if, if I'm committed to, to meeting people where they are, um, and to talk about what's going on existentially with them. And then if they, if they so desire to, to want to move into more of a spiritual realm of what what does this all mean and all mm-hmm. that, I'm more than happy to explore that with them. Um, and I'm a big big proponent of letting people take the lead and not I'm not an advice giver whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a uh, facilitator of 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 what's of what people are are looking for mm-hmm. and then having them find really within themselves what is most important, what resonates most for them. Mm-hmm. So it's very person centered.
1: Right. And that's wonderful. And that's really the way you make some effective changes, meeting people where they are. And I, I love your, right. I love the page, the, just the website, uh, the, the splash page, happiness is your birthright time to claim what's your, rightfully yours. And I, I, you know, that really touches me because that is it. That's it. We are all right. that's our birthright. And it's so sad how how off the rails everything is, and and it's a sickness, the way people treat each other in the streets now. It's out of control, yeah. but that is a reflection yeah. of the sickness, right?
2: What do you think? Ab- absolutely, you know what what it's funny as you were talking about this, and I've been reflecting on this a lot. You know, when you look outside of what's going on, there are. There are people that, that run around or just acting out of their fear, mm-hmm. truly acting out of, of abject fear and, and terror. And so some people deal with that by going very inward and, mm. and, and shutting all the doors. And other people, as we've seen, like with the Karens and Kens out there on, right. on airplane flights, and in that that that, that person that you just uh, from the uh, poverty law right. center, right. Um, people are, are just acting acting their shit out basically right. now, uh, and and they feel involved um, in by it because uh, it started from the top, and you know mm-hmm. exactly where that started, um, and. And it didn't just begin with Donald Trump. I think that's that's a, that's a mistake that we, we make, is that this stuff has been going on for a long, long time. Mm. You know, uh, back in the 50s, it was, I think, Richard Hofstetter, who was a uh, historian, you know, wrote about the paranoid style of American politics. And he was basically talking about uh, the John Birchers of their time. Hmm. Now the John Birchers of our time um, have a platform and they've got multiple platforms and um, which makes it even more scary.
1: Right. That's uh, it's true. So how do we live through this? See what when I was reading that, that tweet from the guy from the, uh, Virginia Poverty Law Center, and he said, "What's what's next? What you know? What what is you know? I'm, I'm trying to remember how he how he phrased it, but is will it get worse?" And it reminded me of the the experiences of people who were in Nazi Germany, and yeah. what were the what the lines that kept getting crossed. And one of, the, um, one of the people I saw on uh, some documentary, he said he, he was a Jewish man, a German, and, you know, full, full German, loved his country, but he decided to pick up and leave when he heard, out, it was outside of his window, there were people just hanging out and walking around, and he heard one of them start singing a song that were that mm. with the lyrics of uh, "We will bathe in the blood of the Jews," and mm. he said, "That's it, I'm out of here," and that was his line. Yeah. <laughs> so he left. He ended yeah. up coming to America. and He joined the army, and uh, yeah, had a very interesting experience. You know, fighting fascism and on. Uh, and sadly, it breaks my heart that we went from fighting fascism here uh, to emboldening and emboldening it and uh, so where's the line yeah. where where well i think yeah. the
2: line is that's that's the that's the ultimate question right and i think mm-hmm. everybody has their their different tipping points of what right. that looks like um frankly 20 about 20 25 years ago i was ready to move to canada right of course canada's having its own problems right, right. now <laughs> um you know with at, at, with the election of George W Bush and mm-hmm. I, I kind of saw what was coming back then yep. that this isn't good and and with 9/11 and then the lies that, that yep. ensued after that um, it, it, it it made me really give pause to what what um, what this country has been turning into and, and it's a slow boil as, you, as yeah. you can see you know I think the important thing that we have to remember maybe this is the more optimistic part, part please, please is that we, we need that. Yeah. I'm trying i trying to pull it from somewhere. There really are more of us than there are of yes. them. There are yes. truly, truly are. And I think that that it, it's a matter of 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 coming together um you know in community like the community that you form, mm. which which is beautiful. And mm-hmm. I, I have to have a big shout out to all my buddies in the yes. in the chat room. I exactly. love them all. They're <laughs> such great people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I've known him for years, you know, right. um, and I think that's the, that's the thing. And then to be then to find ways to be active, even in your community, if you can, by joining. Um, I mean, the Democrats have their problems. God yeah. knows. And, yeah. And I'm, uh, and I, but but nonetheless, there are local chapters of the Democratic Party in every place, even yes. in Republican red Florida, where I live, um, where you can begin to make the difference. And I think just backing up a little bit. The other thing, too, is to believe that you do have that, that kind of power and that mm-hmm. kind of say. And and that's part of my work, too. Part of my work, really, is to is for people to see within themselves that the power that they really have. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not that it's it, 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 even when it appears bleak, you know, the the, the thing to remember is that the, the people on the other side, so to speak, are are more scared. Than we are. Right. They're using worse weaponry. Oh for yes, it, but they're they're the true the true cowards. Right. I, as far as I'm concerned, yes, they are. You know. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, Donald Trump. You look at Donald Trump's oh. life. Uh uh-huh. um, This was a man. Um, who wasn't loved by anybody. Right. I and mean, I'm not here to, 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 uh, to, um, to defend him. Believe me, I'm mm-hmm. not, but to kind of explain that he was somebody, his mother, mother hated him. His father sent him to boarding school and, yep. and you know, he became, he became the monster that he, that he is today. Yep. And yep. um we see, little we see little, little, little uh, examples of that in many people that we know. And so part of it is if, before they get to that plant point to, to, reach out where we can to say, hey, buddy, what's really going on with you? What's really happening? If you can I mean, there are people, I'm going to be, you know, this is the maybe not optimistic part, is that there are people out there right now that are gone. I I really feel Mm -hmm. as though they are. Mm -hmm. And the best you can do with those folks is, Marginalize or contain them as much as you possibly can.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, personally and and hopefully through, right. through government action. Like 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 I'm in Canada right now. I mean, the next step is arrest these people yes. who are who are on the bridge and That's who are causing yeah. you know all kinds of problems. Yeah, you know, right. Um, that's that's, and you have to fight. You have this isn't, you know. When I say I'm, I, I have a spiritual bent to me, that doesn't mean lay down and let people walk all right. over you either. It, absolutely, it absolutely doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's true. so it's it's it. It, 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 there's there's got to be a fight as part of this as well, right. and it's uncomfortable.
1: Right. Hold know? on a second, Mark. Um, we uh, we sure. will be right back with Mark C from AradicalU.com dot com. All right, we're back. I, w- I didn't attempt your name in this. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. so, by yeah. Mark C.: <laughs> Yes. We're back with Mark C from a radical U, and I'm, I, I, you know, listening to you, uh, and opposed- I, I, feel, I feel better already, just <laughs> really. but go there, I mean Well part please. of it
2: too is, is yeah, part of it too, is to recognize, I mean, one of the things that we have to do. Um, and I, I didn't make this this term up, but it's it's a, a term that uh, another Tara Tara Brock. I don't know if you know her or not. She's a, she's a yeah. Buddhist psychologist. Oh, okay,
1: okay. And
2: um, she and and she talks about you know uh, this thing called rain. It's an acronym, and what she talks when she says when you're confronted with something. Either personally or whatever, is the first thing to do is to recognize. Yes, this is happening. You don't sugarcoat it. You don't. Mm. You don't put mm. it under the rug right. or any of that kind of stuff. It's right, it's right out there. Accept it, not accept as in as in um, blind resignation. Right. Accept yes, this in fact is happening. Investigate what you can do, mm. if anything, to to make it better, and then finally to if you if you can to nurture. That part of you, or the part of, it's like somebody else, to 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 get to a better place. So, um, you know, it's 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 a matter of trying to, I don't know, figure out (laughs) with each other where those lines are, who you can help, who you can't help.
1: Right, right. But I'm sure a lot of people now are uh, suffering in general we're all suffering. Yeah. Like we talk on the, on the show about, I I do believe this whole country is suffering from PTSD and. Absolutely. Yeah. So where there has to be, and I love what you're saying about uh, recognizing and well, acceptance, acceptance, but I know what you mean. It doesn't mean just rolling over, but it is recognizing the problem. And having the yeah. courage to recognize that, but I guess I feel, as yeah. far as our country is concerned, it's I feel very, I don't know, pessimistic because we, you know, the Democrats in leadership seem like they're not recognizing the the big problem that you know they're like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm bringing the Republicans and see we're working together like that's and meanwhile there's a whole infrastructure of uh of propaganda meant to undermine anything that will unify us and really that's what it's about they don't want us to be unified and i you know i hear you and um it's to me that's the biggest crime that these people have perpetrated on the country as a whole to divide us yeah. so yeah. So, for, so for greed really just for greed that's it uh, and it, is everyone's really suffering down to mm-hmm. all the money right 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 so but you you work with I mean that's really that we can only really you know we do what we can and working with per, people individually is that that really means a lot because, you know, uh, you help somebody, that you help the world, really. And uh, that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's absolutely. I think. I think a lot of us carry around with us. I like. I think I mentioned this in my, my when I wrote to you. Mm-hmm. Every, a lot of us carry around with us our inner fascists, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And that that inner and that inner fascist is somebody who has uh, sort of accepted authoritarianism in their own life, you know, their mm-hmm. their parents and and we didn't have much of a choice when we were kids. Let's mm-hmm. face it. Mm-hmm. But but the hallmark of, of of being an adult is recognizing that the world can be a scary place, but you can overcome. These, these, you know, these, 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 these dangers by mm-hmm. by by standing up and 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 again recognition awareness those are really important things to um, to you know to, to to make a difference with, with yourself and right. then ultimately with other people right. and you know I think as as our as our inner fascist receives, mm-hmm. you know we have the opportunity to question the dominant parent paradigm out there you know, um, because it's no, it's not what mom and dad or or some authority figure told us necessarily is the truth. The truth is something you find for yourself. Hmm. And, uh, and we're finding that that even truth has become um, a a fungible um, item, right? Right. Definitely. (laughs) That that there's no such thing as truth. We have, we have alternative facts. (laughs) Unreal.
1: Unreal. But I see in your, um, what you wrote to me, you you talked about your spiritual teacher, GP Walsh. Do you you want to talk yes. about that?
2: Yeah, he's an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. I, I discovered him because you know I I went through my own suffering. That's mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I mean, no, me do, too. You know, me too. Personally, yeah. and that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I I felt I was at a point in my life where um, it it got hard to get up in the morning just to go to work mm-hmm. and and to even function. I was right. barely functioning. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've been through therapy. I think all of us have been through therapy, and therapy is fine for 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 what it does. I Mm -hmm. mean, I I think what it, it 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 tries to make a, a better version of, 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 you, but, but it doesn't really get to the core oftentimes. Right. Like who really, who am I really in this right. world? And what, are, right. where do I belong? Oh, and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So GP Walsh has, has, part of his, his teaching, and he'd be the first one to say, say to you, look, I'm no, I'm no, um, I'm no uh, um, God or anything right. like that. I'm just a, another guy who's 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 discovered this stuff for himself. Right. Um, you know, again, it's it, it's recognizing the awareness within yourself, recognizing the truth of who you are. You're not really your thoughts. You're not mm. really your mm. circumstances. Right. Those things change. The
0: right. thing
2: that never changes is you, the awareness who is mm. you, mm. and and that and that and that you um, it can't be touched by By circumstances, really right. it, it it seems it seems that that's not true, but it really is true because really, what we are at our core are happy, creative people, right, and but it's been covered over and covered over and covered over for, um, for a lifetime virtually because conditioning and all of those things. Right. Um, and so what we try to do with, and what he's he's taught me and what I think what I'm trying to teach now is that you can rediscover that within yourself.
1: Right. And yeah, it's reminding me, my father used to tell me that I was a very happy baby. Right. Like whenever I was having, you know, when I was going through my struggles, he'd say, what happened? You were such a happy baby. And that used to make me sad because I thought, yeah, I mean, we're supposed to be happy. I was a happy baby because I didn't, I was born and, you know, the world was wonderful and I had no clue. And, um, yeah, I, it's, that's how we are all born. And right. uh, it's a real shame. I think that uh, when I just, uh, that, and that's what we do, what we talk about on the show about helping other people, you help other people. You help yourself, and if anybody is hungry and homeless and suffering, we're all suffering, and we all, yeah, right. even the assholes at the top—they—they—they're suffering too. And uh, they're probably
2: suffering the most, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Because right? they have—they have—they have they have a they have a uh, an edifice they have to uh, maintain. They have—they have. There's a, a persona it's right. yep. not the real, you know, that they have to maintain, and so mm-hmm. you've got to create all these layers and layers and layers right you know it's by no accident that these people live in gated communities because you have to be that much removed from the world you know
1: that's true really and 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 i the 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 accumulation of stuff Uh, everybody wants stuff you know i like my you know whatever i have i don't even know i like my tv channels or something i don't know yeah i like i like to have stuff right we all do but there's a yeah. level of uh, and there there are other studies of course where once you hit a certain amount is it that you have enough to live on and be right. happy and you know have a decent middle class life there's no, you don't get any more happiness the more zeros that are on your bank account and i have to say it's reminding me okay you guys know i you know whatever i'm in recovery and all and I met a uh, very famous actor, and I won't tell you his name, but he's somebody who uh, everybody knows, and you've seen all his movies, and girls have pictures of him on their wall and all that. And he shared with me that he was uh, ready to kill himself, and he was, st- he was actually at a hol- in a hotel, Sitting on the hotel ledge, and that was his bottom when he was like, "Okay, I'm, uh, you know, I'm about to kill myself." Like, what the fuck? And but, and you know, he's he's come a long way. But then, I uh, it it struck me that you know it doesn't matter if you have all this money and all the accolades, and girls have pictures of you on their wall. If you're not okay yeah. inside, nothing outside is going to make you okay. You have to, it that's really right. is from the inside out. And the spirit, there, there are spiritual laws of the universe. And that's why I love what you what you wrote too about a radical you saying that you focus not on um, and on your YouTube channel people's personal and spiritual growth because it's all connected that's for sure it doesn't, yeah. and that doesn't mean yeah. you know jesus or allah or, or whatever it's that that the spiritual you know connectedness that i i mean in my opinion but you might have a different take on it but hold on we'll be right back with mark c from a radical you.com yep. Can you hear the music, Mark? I'm wondering.
2: No, I don't hear the music. You
1: don't hear the music. Okay, so now that's fucked no. up again. You're supposed to hear the <laughs> be able to hear the music. But everybody can hear you. So, yeah, cuz the way it's uh, Okay. Anyway, the uh it, it were you, when you were on hold, did you hear the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's weird. Okay, I have to figure yeah. out why it's not, Yeah, Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Anyway, let's get back to the show. So, um, we're talking to Mark C. from a radical com, and he is, uh, all, uh, whatever. He's also in the chat, Tarabuster chat room, all the time, if you want to hang oh, out. Oh, yeah. Too. I, I, that's
2: my therapy, too.
1: Right. It's, it's therapy. Crazy, yeah. Crazy. You
2: know, I got to unload myself sometimes, and we have some great, great conversations in there. Yep.
1: Yep. That's what I love. And yep. I don't know how I would have gotten through this pandemic, and it's still not over, of course, but without you guys right. just without you without the show without our community and it's kept us connected kept me connected uh, let me speak for myself uh, and it's another you know i mean we are we need each other <laughs> this is the bottom line absolutely right that's I,
2: I just want to do a shout out to mark the other mark mark oh M. yes doing some great work oh yes. in shaping progress and and I really appreciate, I wish, I wish I had his energy when I was his age I know. because uh, he's, he's just incredibly uh, gifted. And um, um, I, I think he's going to go some places with, with his, with, with the work that he's I doing. Do,
1: yeah, I do too. And I'm, it's uh, watching him and also, you know, just he's such a young man. And he, like you're saying, he's doing some incredible work at shaping progress and but his heart is so amazing that and that's you know he yeah. cares he wants to make the world a better place and he's he's active he's not just sitting around complaining he and also I mean he's really wise beyond his years too uh, yeah, oh I don't yeah know. we need yeah. A mil- about a million more of him. As we
2: need about a million more, well, yeah, of you. And <laughs> and you right. know what? I think I think there there are a million more like him, mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe in different forms. But but you know, we're, and and just just the people that that uh, are in the chat room, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're right. part of that as well. They're That's amazing, right. and they're they're going to be doing their part, you know, to to uh, to make this world a better place. That's yeah. how it really begins, you mm-hmm. know. And and and, some, and we we often think we have to get it perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. We have to. Somehow um, figure it all out or have it all all in front of it. That's not the way it works. I mean, right. even tonight I, I I was watching you before you before I went on and you were you had some problems with your microphone. That's life. That's what really <laughs> right. happens in this world. <laughs> right. You know? And you're putting yourself and you're out there and you're vulnerable and and um, mm-hmm. the work of. Brene, uh, maybe some folks, uh, maybe you've heard of uh, Brene Brown. She's yes. a uh, kind of a thought leader, and
3: yeah, and yeah. she
2: talks about that vulnerability really is the birthplace of happiness mm, and the birthplace right. of of creativity. And yeah, so we fuck up. So yeah. what? <laughs> it's true. <You> know?
1: <laughs> it's very true. I guess I was hearing that that critical woman in my head, you know, because somebody posted about oh yeah yeah. You're fussing with the
3: microphone, you know,
2: and that's and that's the old (laughs) and that's and that voice is the voice of maybe somebody from your past or, you know, uh, who said that you didn't do it. good enough. That's right. It's
1: never good enough. Right. It's true. Right. Very true. And we have those old tapes, you know, it's real. And my you know, I always say my mother and father could push my buttons because they installed the buttons so and they knew exactly (laughs) where they were so they would put my mother would push them yeah very she was good at that yeah but yes and uh, but i just wonder what do you think about uh well uh uh, the what do you think about the prospects of this country what are you are you are you optimistic ultimately or what do you feel Um.
2: Oh boy. Yeah, that's a a big one, right? I, I think, yeah, I think I, I hold out hope Mm. still that, um, we might pull a rabbit out of our hat in the midterms, um, just because the other side is just so egregious and they just show us who they are every single day. I mean, it's, I mean, how, how low, you just, you think they can go low. They've gone, they, they, they've hit the sub basement, you know? Uh Um, and I think that, that for, for people, if, if we can get people out to vote, which is, which in itself is going to be a little problematic because it's a midterm. People are a little, little pissed off about inflation right now and supply chain, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I think that if, if we can make the case and, and it's kind of a two-edged sword. Um, we make the case why we're better, um, because, you know, we are, as you say, on the right side of history. And even though, you know, build back better is, is, right. was a shit show,
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: I still, still think the potential is there for that to happen. And the only way that's going to happen is if we elect the right people. Right. So there's that piece. And also to, 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 um, keep revealing, who, what the other side is doing and so and part of that might we might get a little bit of that during these right. hearings that are coming up oh yeah that's um, true. In, a, starting in April
1: that's true
2: and so I think you know as we did in watergate i'm am old enough to remember I was very young at the time but the watergate hearings and and, and mm. you, people seeing on a day-to-day basis right. The, right. The, the criminality of of, right. of the Nixon administration which now looks like a Looks like a yeah, circus show compared right. to what we're going through now. It's true. You know? Nixon, so I guess I'm yeah, cautiously yeah. optimistic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Right. Well, that's um, I get optimistic, but I'm also every now and then. but I also think yeah. it could go south too.
1: Right. Sorry. And I wonder. I really don't think we'll we'll survive if uh, if they get any power in the midterms. That's going to be a real problem uh, because it will be yeah, illegitimate. We've always, we've
2: always, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and they've always they've already shown us who they are. Right. I mean, in Newt Gingrich, God bless him, in in, in kind of a roundabout mm. way, <laughs> he told us what they're going to do. They're going to round round up this January sixth committee, and they want to throw them in jail. Right,
1: right, right.
2: You know, because wow. they, you know, what, what, what is the, what's the expression when they show when they tell when they show you who they are, believe them. Right, right.
1: Yep, yep. That's true. And uh, but what scares me is that people, um, you, when we talk about truth they, the, the currency of truth has been so devalued that it seems, you know, they're, they're being told that everything's a lie. Yeah. So uh, I, but they yeah. still are the minority. And that's why, I mean, if, if, all, if we had a functioning um, democratic process that wasn't so rigged, I, I, I right. would have more optimism because I know they're the minority, but, I wonder if because of how they've they've gerrymandered everything and gerrymandered uh, yeah. and
2: voter suppression, too. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah.
1: just wondering, yeah. have you ever in your practice um, had to had a right winger who was who you treated? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, no, no, uh, come to, not really. But, I'm just wondering, you know, you know they, they, they like somebody come comes me.
1: in is like cue, yeah. you know the, the election's <laughs> stolen and, you know, right? I wonder how do you no. handle it?
2: <laughs> um, well, you know I'd have, to, I'd have to try to keep a neutral stance while trying to work you know right. work, work work with them. Um, but I do have people where I, I live in now in Florida um, you know
3: mm-hmm.
2: for for better or for worse. Um, and I, there are people with whom I disagree. Um, and w- what we kind of come to is a, a place of agree to disagree, you right. know. Um, that, that's, sort of a truce is the best I can, I right. can, I can muster because I, if I, if I really start to get into it with them, um, and, you know, these are long held and, and some of it frankly is, is underneath some of it is, is racism.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's
2: something that, uh, that I, 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 um, I just have a hard time, yes. you know, hold dislod- on. dislodging.
1: Right, hold yeah. on. We'll be right back with Mark C, radicalu dot com. What you wrote to me, one of the, we are not broken beings that need to be fixed, but are playing out our conditioned patterns, and yeah, that's I agree, a hundred percent. And the question about do you have any right wingers? I I'm not surprised that. It, you wouldn't really have many right wingers because they don't they they don't have the courage to seek help it seems to me and they're yeah. so conditioned by this bullshit like you have to be perfect you have to be great right because it
2: takes courage well, to yeah, ask for it, help it, yeah it's it's sort of and it's sort of the way we a lot of us are we operate sort of as if we're all these separate beings that, that don't that don't really um, impact each other, mm-hmm. and yet we do. And then, so there's sort of this lack of awareness there. And and you know you see this you see this kind of being played out with people who refuse to wear masks, right. even if you are immunocompromised, Ugh. and you could be killing somebody right. and not know it. They don't give right. do a shit. You right. Know? Right. Um, and so so there's a lack of awareness there. And I think sometimes. For some people, um, they have to have it hit, you know, they have to be hit by the, the uh, cosmic two by four. Mm. So they have, you know, and even then, I mean... I thought, well, gee, if some of these people get COVID, then maybe – and not that I was wishing this upon anybody, but that maybe they would kind of see the light. But you have people literally on their deathbeds saying, that's not COVID, it's a lie. Wait,
1: hold on a second. The music just started playing in my ear, like the beginning. Everything's fucked up today. It's so weird. Oh my god. I don't know anyway.
2: you're metal, metal grade or something. I don't know. Yeah, something went um, wrong. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's
1: going again. What the fuck is going on? I tr you know, I pressed the button. I fucked it up. Okay. Uh everything's fucked, but it's okay. Like you said, we, we do it anyway and we take it away. You know, yeah. Embrace embrace the cracks in the and everything. There's a lot of cracks on the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm <It's> sorry. Okay. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Look, now Riley
2: says we'll do it live. Right. Right.
1: I'm, not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm so glad you're here to uh, to be so kind and nice and understanding. I have to fix all this shit. So tell tell everybody where you, they can go and uh, and and hire you or or get your help or whatever.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, and and, and it's not, you know, I, I'm the first to admit that you know, what I do isn't for everyone. And that's and that's really OK, too. That's 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 fine. Um, but I I can be found at um, a radical you all one word dot com. I think you put it in the mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, text box. And I appreciate yes. that. Yes. And I also I also do um, videos, too, and usually around things like, uh, you know, I did just did one recently about creativity, because I think, again, we are innately creative, but we don't think we're creative mm. because we've been told we're not creative, and and then and then we then we find that it's not safe to be creative because you know when I made the picture of the elephant when I was seven years old, you know the teacher came and said that's the worst thing I ever saw and you'll never draw an elephant again. Oh you know? no, but that's yet... terrible. This... Oh, we're not. I'm not... What? <laughs> no, no, uh... But no.
1: I'm sorry. Maybe uh, uh, that's not the point. Okay. No, it was
2: didn't necessarily happen to me. I was using that as an example. Oh, okay. You know that—that's okay. what happens. That's what happens to people. That—that that, then it right. becomes not safe oh, to, to show who you really are. Right. You know. Right. Um, Somebody who likes to sing, but was told they have a they don't have a great voice, and so they 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 put they put it away and keep it all on the shelf for the rest of their lives, and then they wonder why they're so unhappy, mm. you know that kind of stuff. Right. Um. And yet, yet if, if someone were to show them, you know, it might be safe for that part of you to to be revealed, and we can work on what what that safety would look like. Then then we could make some 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 strides, mm. you know, and mm. and move forward
1: wow thank you so much mark and everybody well thank you yeah and yeah you know, we'll talk again and we will definitely talk on the chat room of course absolutely <laughs> of course yeah
2: and, uh, and check my 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 videos are under my uh, oh, mark yes. c just mark yes. c i yeah, i have yeah.
1: to i'm gonna i'll have to update the um the description and i'll put your link in the description i should have done that i uh, oh, I yeah, yeah so I will. So the, yeah, the link will be in the description and, and check it out. Check the videos are so helpful and I've, I love them. And uh, yeah, oh, so yeah, too. check them. They're really, when I'm feeling down and hopeless or pessimistic, uh, they are definitely the right medicine. So you'll, uh, I hope, ev- yeah, I hope everybody checks them out. I'll put the link in the description. So. All right, Mark. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. Sarah, much. And,
2: and love you. Love all you guys. Love you. That too. Take yes. care. Okay. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
1: I'll see you in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All righty. Thank you, Mark. What a great uh, interview. Wow. Mark did uh, all the talk. I, I suck at interviewing, as you can tell. But. Am, it was really helpful to me as well. I hope it was helpful to you. So go to Mark's website, aRadicalU dot com, and also I'll, like I said, I'll put the links in uh, in the description of the show. And I'm uh, all right. I had no idea everything was all fucked up as far as the music, and that you weren't hearing the music. That's what the fuck! I really it makes me so mad that's not a good look either. All right. What are we talking about? So, uh, and I have to say, what we, what we were just talking about with Mark, it is what we're talking about here, too, in general, because I truly believe it's, this is what it's about. This country is spiritually sick, m- most of all. Unfortunately I mean, the, the heartbreak is that the, our founding documents and the way we were supposed to be set up were, uh, of course, you know, the hypocrisy of the founders aside, and that they're just another example of people who have blind spots, of, and their, their blaring blind spot was that they didn't think anybody else had value. And it, nobody else counted or mattered, as, a, as obviously as a human being. But we're in this together, and the heartbreak is that that it's exactly what our founders wanted. At least inside, they understood the higher value of us getting together. E pluribus That the the inherent unfairness and the, the inherent uh, evil of an intergenerational aristocracy that keeps people, not, has nothing but pawns and hosts from which to suck profit. And Mark mentioned as well, talking about the lies and, um, you know, it's part of the sickness how we there are no consequences for lies in this country and one of the things that is one of my bugaboos is is the fact that (laughs) there are no consequences there's no consequences for republicans when they stir up um fear death panels and um you know we're gonna wake up one day in a country that's not free if, if medicare is signed all of those fears, they're back. They're back in business, baby. They have never stopped. And now they know that you know, they have. They smell blood in the water. What's going on in Canada, for example, is another astroturf experience, uh, assault. That's probably the better word. It's an assault on us. It's an assault on E. Pluribizunum.
0: Get ready to tea party. April 15th, all across the country, citizens are standing up. Fox on top of tea parties, full steam ahead. Americans outraged over unfair and crippling taxes. Unfair. And how to
2: get involved in the hundreds of tea party protests. People? Americans are, un- are
1: uh, outraged about unfair and crippling taxes. What the, f- when, where? Show me did that where did, what are they talking about what fucking unfair and crippling taxes oh that the rich might get taxed that's it that uh, let's get the dumbasses let's throw some gasoline out and then light the fuse that's what they're doing god help us uh whenever the rich need to pony up you know uh, the, their fair share This is what we have to deal with. They're sick. They're sick, but the country's sick. The society is sick. And this is making me sick,
0: that's for sure. At a ground, uh, you know, a grassroots level, are fed up. Taking a stand at the Alamo. Citizens revolt against more taxes.
2: Let's take a look at all the hit shows here at Fox that are going to be covering the tea parties.
0: As tea parties sweep the nation on tax day, we're there with total, fair, and balanced network coverage. Live.
1: What? As... As tea partiers are upset about over-tax? What are you talking Did they get over-taxed? Taxed Taxed enough already. That was supposedly the acronym for tea. The tea party, we're taxed enough already. Really, honey? Are you talking about the rich who pay a 5% if that tax rate on their ill-gotten gains? That they d- do nothing for; they sit around on their asses. And I agree. Mark is talking about the Nixon years and the Watergate hearings being played. People be. I I hope that happens, I really do. But right now, on page six or something, that's where you can find the story in the New York Times. Not even six. I think it's sixteen. Uh, about Trump's, Trump wiping his ass and uh, with classified documents and flushing it down the toilet. But her emails, right? Those stories didn't have to wait for a book to come out, like Maggie Haberman. Oh, these self seeking, self serving, uh, what's his name? That, you know, Bernstein, and am I saying it right? Yeah. He with his book, well, everybody had a way it was all the revelations about how Trump knew that the virus was deadly and it wasn't a joke and it wasn't a flu and it wasn't gonna disappear. But we had to wait until I don't know how many thousands, hundreds of thousands were already dead. Until well, it was for his book. That, that's the most important thing. And Maggie Haberman, same thing. Now we know. Now we hear that Trump is, uh, that he stole classified information, classified documents that are right at the top. It says top secret. Why isn't this fucker in jail? Really? Oh, well, I mean, if it was the shoe on the other foot, all we had to do uh, for, for years now is endure these right-wingers, talking about Hillary Clinton. She was careless. What about, I mean, that was on page one of the New York Times, how careless Hillary was with her email. But the Republicans, different rules, different rules for them. And you better believe it. It's psychological projection. This is what they say all the time. They, they say that liberals are like, rules for thee, but not for me. But who the fuck, what are they talking? Everything that they say is either an admission of guilt or a psychological projection. Rules for thee, but not for me. Well, 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 here's your own comment. Bad things came out
0: today, you know, those classified. You know the word classified. She sent vast amounts of classified information, including information classified as Classy-ma. top secret. Top secret. Yeah, okay, that's what you did. Okay? And this is where they said that she was extremely careless and, frankly, I say grossly incompetent, We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified. And maybe classified at the highest, highest level. How sad.
1: How sad. Indeed. How sad that people vote. Not only did they vote for him, they want him back. They want the traitor back, and uh, you better believe. You know uh, Merrick Garland, Merrick the mild or the meek. Oh, what is he doing? Um, you know that they're they would never arrest him, even though he needs to be arrested. You want to talk about lock him up? They, they wouldn't. Democrats wouldn't do it because they are, yeah, pretending. They're they're, they're saying it's like what Johnson said to Everett Dirksen. exposing that he knew that Nixon was committing treason and Everett Dirksen said I know I don't want to get this in the campaign that's the Democrats for you I don't want to get this in the campaign well maybe the American people needed to know that their president was a well the person who was vying to be the president was a goddamn traitor who didn't give a shit about the American people he didn't give a shit that people were dying at Vietnam He wanted them to keep dying because it was good for his political future. Not for the future of the men who died. That breaks my heart. When I go to Calvary Cemetery, I see graves of young men. Vietnam, Vietnam veterans, you know, will have their a little bit about them on it and where they died and how they died and the flags are on their graves and mementos but th- that's a dead young man for what what about iraq how many died in iraq? how many people had to die for a lie no one's responsible there's no no accountability because you can't, you can you just can't hold Republicans accountable. Apparently, for some reason, they're talking about lock them up, lock them up. But for what? Because we want health care. We're trying to get people health care. Lock them up, lock them up. That's the billionaire class. That's the oligarchy. They are. They're they're coming in for the kill. It's all about that. Greed. Greed is the only American value. And I'm sick of it. But you know that Joe Biden wouldn't be like, arrest that piece of wasted effing DNA. What did he do? He took classified information and he... What? Oh, he not only flushed it down the toilet, he shredded things. The January 6th committee has documents that are taped together it's not um this is a not this is not a minor thing each offense could get this fucker 5 years in jail and that's how many ch- how many things did he rip up how many things did he put in a burn bag where's the missing tape so apparently it's just like nixon when he he had to hand over tapes and they were However many minutes missing, this is the same thing. Trump is handing what are these these phone logs well where where there's all these odd gaps when everybody knew who he was talking to he was that he was talking to people he This is a crook it's a con man. the entire trump crime family has. An entire party of enablers and a billionaire apparatus. Oh, he's not a billionaire because he's a grifter. He's a fucking grifter. He's, maybe he's a billionaire now. I don't know because he has his, he well, he had his filthy mouth on the federal treasury like a lamprey and sucked it dry as much as he could suck. But we wouldn't be here if not for Democrats continuously letting treason slide by, fly by the way, so well, you know, we can't get this into the campaign. The American people, what, at that time, the American people were so uh, unified? You notice uh, with the truckers, these fake-ass AstroTurf truckers in Canada, Oh, the Republicans, they want it here. They want the chaos to come here. Well, here's Fox News.
0: So the trucker convoy in Canada is pretty cool. This is pretty impressive. There's a convoy 12 miles long. It's pretty inspirational. Canadian trucker convoys.
1: Truckers caravanning across Canada from Vancouver to Ottawa.
0: Thousands of truckers assembled in Vancouver this weekend to protest. They formed a freedom convoy. Massive
1: freedom convoy. Now of that
0: massive trucker demonstration. a freedom
1: convoy. Freedom convoy. Freedom convoy. Freedom
0: convoy. Freedom convoy. 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 Could there be an American version of this trucker? What if this comes here? Seriously, think about what a trucker strike would mean.
2: It's not just it's about un- Canada now. Bring in the freedom convoy to the U.S. of A.
1: Unbelievable. That's what they want. Bring the freedom convoy to the U.S. of A. What the fuck is a freedom convoy? A bunch of assholes funded by billionaires, Nazis, flying swastikas, flying the Confederate flag of losers and traitors flying the trump flag of losers and traitors are blocking traffic oh whoopee these motherfuckers on fox and yeah the the cursing is off the chart tonight i'm sorry i'm sorry everybody i should have calmed down after mark from a radical you called but yeah darlene on the facebook chat says it's a tantrum convoy that's what it is but it's It's all yeah. I mean, the whole Republican Party is a bunch of toddlers who, and then they set their other toddlers out to have tantrums and poop their diapers and yell at people and threaten people and go to school boards and scream in people's faces about books about and tell people not to say gay or uh, look at the peepees. Let's see what peepee is where. Is it dressed appropriately? My son came home, and he's an oppressor. My little kid. He came home. What did you learn in school today, Mommy? Um, Mommy, I learned I'm an oppressor. Bullshit. Bullshit. But we all have to behave like it's not bullshit. Oh, they're sincere. We all have to pretend. That this trucker, this uh, tantrum convoy is a a bunch of sincere truckers who uh, they don't want the tyranny of vaccine. How about you shut the... I I, I mean, guys, arrest these fuckers. Arrest them. Get the, the cops and arrest them. But do you remember during black lives matter how the republicans there wasn't such there weren't a um there wasn't such um positive coverage freedom convoy coming to america oh yeah you want that bitch because you want the american people at each other's throats and you want the democratic government the democratic party who's who's making the mistake of trying to give losers health care i guess that's your fear just like it's been since fdr when you try to overthrow fdr and then you pulled your fucking Tea Party tantrum when Obama tried to give people health care. And when it was all about, well, all we want to do is regulate this rapacious uh, assault that on the American people that continues to kill needlessly 35,000 Americans yearly and send millions into bankruptcy. That's what they are afraid of. They don't want... That, on top of everything, they don't want to be taxed, but they don't want any more unity. And that socialist security belongs to everyone. They they hate that because that creates a unified country, that we're in this together. That's the overarching theme of socialist security is that we're in this together. We have a responsibility to each other that we have a democracy to cultivate, and that requires that a, a country where w- we have trust, we have care for each other. E pluribus unum, bitches, not you, them. E fucking pluribus unum. That that's the founders' motto. That's what they entrusted to us. They're saying we're giving you a democratic republic, uh, if you can keep it. Follow the motto and you'll be all right. I am sick of these Republicans. You know what I'm even sicker of? I'm sicker of the Democrats enabling it with their tacit approval of the Republican Party as if they are a legitimate party and not a death cult a fascist death cult coming for democracy herself. They have their fingers around democracy's throat and they're squeezing. But that requires us to be divided. And uh, if this trucker convoy, what what are they asking for? They're not fighting for freedom, these fucking morons. We know that. It's not about freedom. Black Lives Matter was about freedom. That's why they couldn't abide it. It's the same thing as uh, what happened with Occupy Wall Street. They had to break up Occupy Wall Street because it was a, an actual movement. But then you get at, at the same time there were the morons at at uh, well when Obama was elected in a la- in his first landslide election. These assholes it, they had a tantrum and they went to washington and and they were paraded around with their guns and their and their their assault weapons and i remember people went down to interview them and they were they were morons they didn't know what the fuck they were doing they suck they're stupid they're dupes and like mark said racist and like i said i say it all the time that is their that's the fundamental sickness in that the oligarchy latches onto and then they divide and conquer us freedom no it's selfishness it's sociopathy it's a tantrum of a toddler and uh, uh, god damn it joe biden call it out like it is. Uh, I don't know if you said anything about this convoy, but in general, the Democratic Party needs to grow a spine and stop apologizing to for being on the right side of history and start stop enabling the fascists. It's like you know, it's it's like the it's like Hindenburg in Germany and t- enabling Hitler to have power thinking that th- they could control him and if uh it's you know that that everything would function as normal it isn't functioning they are taking over the government illegitimately and they are fascists that's why he, Marjorie Taylor Greene is talking about the g- gaspacho police and all this uh, talking about, you know, it's projection. It's they—they're calling Joe Biden a fascist. They're saying, "Oh, everything is about." Remember, Marjorie Taylor Greene said, mass wearing a mask," which is a basic thing that uh, any patriot can do because they give a shit about their fellow Americans. That's it. We're not asking them to storm the beaches of Normandy. We know that they don't. They wouldn't because they're cowards. We're asking them to put on a mask because maybe somebody might be uh, immunocompromised and you don't want them to die because they're, your, they're part of your country and community. They don't see it like that. You're, they, you understand? I'm, I am so sick of this shit. Uh, because they are the minority, the, this is the tyranny of the minority. And if they get power in the midterms, they're gonna—they will kill this country for good. They will pull the plug on the grand experiment. Oh, the grand experiment—that shit's over. But they'll wrap it in all kinds of flags and eagles and patriotic bullshit, they will say that it's free, we're free, just like they, that book, Milton Mayer, they thought they were free. How are you free when you are gerrymandered out of existence? When your vote doesn't matter, you're going through the pantomime of voting. That's what they did to, to, that's what the Supreme Court just allowed. They took, there was one community that was primarily normal people who had darker pigment, and they took that community and they gerrymandered, they took people from that community and they put them in the other so-called safe Republican districts, but to the point where their vote is really null and void. It's nullified. They they are shameless. And fucking Beer bong. Brett said, oh, it's too close to the election. That was one of his justifications because of fixing the facts around the policy. He said it's too close to the election. You see how craven they are? And stupid. They're craven and stupid, but it ha- the stupidity it goes hand in hand with the racism. In order to be a uh, a racist, if you're a racist, you're a dumbass. That's the bottom line. Here, let's just for history's sake. I'm gonna read some of this article from the Rolling Stone. I sounded like an old lady there, right? The Rolling Stone. <laughs> Hey, it's okay. I am old. I'm old. Getting older every day if I'm lucky. Where's my eCam though? That's the real problem. Where's my eCam? Why isn't it not fucking working? Something's wrong with the eCam. I can't something is everything is wrong tonight this is so bizarre I can't seem to I can't seem to get this the ecam up this is weird I have no controls oh okay here we go they came back fuck ity fuck ity fuck all right that's life right we do it anyway. Alright, here's from The Rolling Stone. Where is it? Hi, Ray. You want to see Ray? I wish he was here. Ray makes it all okay. He's sitting there. He's cute. Hold on. That's why we don't have any patrons. Well, we have patrons, but we need a lot more (laughs) to put it mildly okay here's from rolling stone the plot against american democracy that isn't taught in schools in an excerpt from gangsters of capitalism jonathan m katz details how the authors of the depression era business plot aimed to take away power from fdr and stop his quote-unquote socialist new deal and it was a socialist that's why it worked regulating capitalism giving the working people a goddamn chance it's just about giving people a fair share of the profits their labor makes possible and then laying the groundwork laying down the infrastructure of democracy and that's what the democrats need to call it democrats are you listening i hope you are you're probably not but Your Build Back Better is the infrastructure of democracy. That's how you have to frame it. Joe Biden needs to get his ass out there and talk like FDR. He needs to get angry. He needs to welcome their hatred. He needs to talk about the dagger at the neck of democracy that these fuckers are holding. And he needs to explain to the morons that we're in this together. E pluribus is our rallying cry but we don't have a democracy with this kind of concentrated wealth i have yet to hear any democrats say that except well bernie sanders isn't a democrat what who sh- the person who should be saying that is the standard bearer of the party joe biden he should get his ass out there i want to see angry biden and get a, get his ass out there and tell and explain to the American people, we can either have com- concentrated wealth in the hands of a few, or we can have a democracy, but we can't have both. So award-winning journalist Jonathan M. Katz's new book, Gangsters of Capitalism, Smedley Butler, The Marines, and the Making and Breaking of American Empire is an explosive deep dive into the forgotten history. Why? Why is it forgotten, right? It is explosive. It's outrageous. And it shows, you know why it's not taught in school? Because the rich, the rich own this government. And they don't want it taught in schools. They would rather have the fucking Republicans out there talking about fake-ass crack pipes being distributed, which is an outright lie that they made up and ran with. So General Smedley Butler, a Marine who fought in nearly every U.S. overseas war in the early 20th century. In this exclusive excerpt, Katz documents how Butler played a pivotal role in an equally little-known episode in which a cadre of powerful businessmen tried to overthrow the government of the United States. So for 33 years and four months, Butler had been a U.S. Marine, a veteran of nearly every overseas conflict back to the war against Spain in 1898. Respected by his peers, beloved by his men, he was known as the fighting hell devil Marine, old gimlet eye, and the leathernecks friend, and the famous fighting Quaker of the devil dogs. Best-selling books have been written about him. Hollywood adored him. President Roosevelt's cousin, the late Theodore himself, was said to have called Butler the ideal American soldier. Over the course of his career, he had received the Army and Navy Distinguished Service Medals, the French Order of, oh no, Etolé Nor, I can't, Etolé Nor, Yeah, I know. And in the distinction that would ensure his place in Marine Corps Pantheon, the Medal of Honor twice, which is unheard of. Butler knew what most Americans did not. In all those years, he and his Marines had destroyed democracies and helped put into power the Hitlers and Mussolinis of Latin America. Dictators like the Dominican Republic's Raphael Tr- Trul, and another one, Trulil, I can't say that, you know, whatever. And Nicaraguan's <laughs> soon-to-be leader, Anastasio Somazo the men who would employ violent repression and their U.S.-created militaries to protect American investments and their own power. uh, And we know that the American people don't know that history, that we destroyed Latin American countries, democracies. We didn't want democracies breaking out. They wanted oligarchies. They wanted moneyed interests, big moneyed interests. That's it. So he, did, he had done so on behalf of the moneyed interests like Citibank, J.P. Morgan, and the Wall Street financier, Grayson M.P. Murphy. And now a bond salesman who worked for Murphy was pitching Butler on a domestic operation that set off the old veteran's alarm bells. The bond salesman was Gerald C. McGuire, a 37-year-old Navy veteran with a head Butler thought looked like a cannonball. McGuire had been pursuing Butler relentlessly through 1933 and 1934, starting with visits to Butler's con- converted farmhouse in, in um, Philadelphia. In Newark, where Butler was attending the reunion of, of a National Guard division, McGuire showed up at his hotel room and tossed a wad of cash on the bed. $18,000, he said. In early 1934, Butler had received a series of postcards from Maguire sent from the hot spots of fascist Europe, including Hitler's Berlin, which, you know, the big muddied interests love. No labor unions? You mean you, you locked up all the labor union organizers? You put them in concentration camps? Wonderful. You mean you you had a uh, the the night of the long knives the you you purged your your opposition by arresting 5000 communists so called uh, after the um, after the Reichstag fire including your political opponent who you were in an active campaign there was an election coming up and you fucking arrested the guy We love it. On August 34th, Maguire called Butler from Philadelphia and asked to meet. Butler suggested an abandoned cafe at the back of the lobby of the Bellevue Stratford Hotel. First, Maguire recounted all he had seen in Europe. He learned that Mussolini and Hitler were able to stay in power because they kept soldiers on their payrolls in various ways. But that setup wouldn't suit us at all, the businessman opined. But in France, Maguire had found just the exact organization we're going to have, called the Crow, the Crow de Feu, the Fiery Cross. It was like a more militant version of the American Legion, an association of French World War veterans and paramilitaries on february 6 1934 6 weeks before maguire arrived the the uh, fiery cross <laughs> had taken part in a riot of mainly far right and fascist groups that had tried to storm the french legislature see this shit like they stormed the fucking capital the insurrection was stopped by police at least 15 people mostly rioters were killed but in the aftermath frenchs center left prime minister had been forced to resign in favor of a conservative which led to you know they they're the ones who collaborated with hitler the vichy french regime they were of many of course some went along but the vichy regime were welcoming to fascism just like they did in other parts of the world when they when the nazis invaded When they invaded Poland, when they took over Norway, they were enabled by conservatives. The conservatives are always the enemies of democracy. I'm not saying it. Look at history. (sighs) Then... He may, well, he said Maguire had attended a meeting in Paris. It, it was the sort of super organization he said he believed Americans could get behind, especially with a beloved war hero like Butler at the helm. Then he made his proposal. The Marine would lead half a million veterans in a march on Washington, blending the fiery crosses assault on, on the French legislature with the march on Rome that had put Mussolini in power a decade earlier they would be financed and armed by some of the most powerful corporations in america including dupont the nation's biggest manufacturer of explosives and synthetic materials the purpose of the action was to stop roosevelt's new deal it never stops right which one of the millionaire DuPont brothers deemed, quote-unquote, nothing more or less than socialist doctrine called by another name. Butler's veteran army, Maguire explained, would pressure the president to appoint a new secretary of state or otherwise known as a secretary of general affairs who would take on the executive powers of government. Not, you know, not the president. They, this is the coup. Like the Green Bay Sweep. Unreal. If Roosevelt went along, he would be allowed to remain as a figurehead, like the King of Italy or something. Otherwise, he would be forced to resign, placing the new super secretary in the White House. Right? All I need, come on, guys. I just need you to find 13,000 votes and one vote. Come on, what are you going to do? Fucking scums. Butler recognized this immediately as a coup. He knew the people who were allegedly behind it. He had made a life in the overlapping seams of capital and empire, and he knew that the subversion of democracy by force had turned out to be a required part of the job he had chosen. As he said, I spent most of my time being a high-class muscle man for big business, for Wall Street, and for the bankers, Butler would write a year later. In short, I was a racketeer for capitalism, and that's from his book, War is a Racket. And Butler knew another thing that most Americans didn't, how much they would suffer if anyone did to their democracy what he had done to so many others across the globe. Now, about this super organization, McGuire asked the general, would you be interested in heading it? I'm interested in it, but I don't know about heading it, Butler told the bond salesman as he resolved to report everything he had learned to Congress. I'm very greatly interested because, you know, Jerry, my interest is, my one hobby is maintaining democracy. If you get those 500,000 soldiers advocating anything smelling of fascism, I'm going to get 500,000 more to lick the hell out of you. And we will have a real war right here at home. That's what Butler said. Eight decades after he publicly revealed his conversation about what became known as the business plot, Smedley Butler is no longer a household name. A few history buffs and a not inconsiderable number of conspiracy theory enthusiasts remember him for whistleblowing of the fascist coup, of the, uh, of the uh, alleged fascist coup. Another re- repository of his memory is kept among modern-day Marines who learn one detail of his life in boot camp, the two medals of honor, and to sing his name along with those of the legendary Marine contemporaries, Dan Daly and Louis Chesty Puller. And in running cadence about the devotion to the Corps, it was good for Smedley Butler and it's good enough for me. That's part of, I guess, I don't know the cadence, so, but that's what they, what, that's what they say when they're marching and running. I first encountered the other side of Butler's legacy in Haiti after I moved there to be a correspondent for the Associated Press. The Haitians, two Haitians, Butler is no hero. He is remembered by scholars as their most evil or corrupt uh, marine. So he had, the thing about Smedley Butler is he he basically atoned. He knew what he he his first part of his life as a Marine, like he said, he was a gangster for cap- capitalism and he did that job well. So he threw overthrew democratically elected governments. Okay. I mean this this is an article from Rolling Stone, like I said. It's very long. I suggest you all read it. It's by Jonathan Katz and it is an excerpt of his book about the business plot, but this is something, don't you think that every American should know about? We would know about it if we were in a true functioning democracy. That's it. Because they would teach it as a warning. Look, these, these fuckers, these business fuckers, these, uh, one percenters, the, you know, the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Musk, these scumbags who uh, went to see the big blue marble but learned nothing, I guess? I don't know. They went up in space to master with a big dick, too, to just, just kind of rub it in our faces, slap us across the face with their dick and tell us how great it was. It was really a... It's like a spiritual experience seeing that beautiful blue, blue marble where people are unable to save $400 even though they work full-time and have a side gig. And everywhere you look, you're being assaulted. Living in this country is like a con- It's stress. It's constant stress, In my, in my opinion. You got you stressing out about these fascists, the lies, stressing out about republic. I mean, the Democrats, the weak ass fucking Democrats, doing nothing about it. Well, that's all we need. Somebody like Smedley Butler. You gonna bring five hundred thousand fascists? Well, I'll bring five hundred thousand normal people, patriots, to kick your ass. And send you back to history's trash pile. That's where they need to go. That's how Joe Biden needs to talk. He needs to get out there and say, we had our American citizens, young men, storming the beaches of Normandy. They lost their lives. Some, some. So we can have a democracy. So Europe wouldn't fall to fascism. So the United States wouldn't fall to fascism, even though there are fascists everywhere. They need to be nullified legally and peacefully, but they certainly need to be exposed and dealt with openly, honestly, maturely, you know, adulting. Adulting these toddlers would mean sending them into time out. Okay, we're the adult. All right, toddlers. Time to go. Take a nap. Don't, you don't invite them in. I mean, it's all this time the Democrats don't ever seem to learn anything. Remember when... Obama went to the Republican meeting, the lunch, and he was up there taking questions, having debates openly with these filthy fuckers who know nothing, who are stupid, who are selfish, dumb. If if only they were, love Jesus, please. I constantly hear about how much they love Jesus. Well, don't tell me, show me. Show me, assholes. It's in your work. Wouldn't it be? It's in your, in your love of your fellow American. No, no, no. You got to arm everybody to the fucking teeth. You got to let assholes get assault weapons and go kill toddlers while they're in school. I had somebody post on the Terror Buster Facebook page. I said something about, uh, you know, let's get back to normal. It was a meme. Let's get back, and it said, oh, getting back to normal. One of the schools they had a picture of kids with masks on, and then a Republican going, oh, let's get back to normal. And then there was a picture of kids hiding under their desks while a uh, you know a scumbag walks around with an assault weapon killing people. That's the new. That's the normal. We got to get back to, and some fucker wrote on, the, you know, in the comments. Oh, if you if you are if you hate that if you hate the NRA, wait till I introduce. Oh, wait, something about hating the NRA for killing kids. Wait till I introduce you to Planned Parenthood. Really, and of course. Once again, that's another example of the the fact that the republic. Well, first of all, you can. I know the Republicans are. They have blockheads that you can't. Anything, things don't penetrate reality, facts, and uh, but it's a it's that's the fault of the Democrats, right there. They they never respond to republicans when they talk about oh they love first of all that's the uh, the uh, uh, his comment of course meant uh Planned Parenthood kills babies right that's what that's the comment so let's do nothing about Kids actually li- dying in school. And the PTSD that all children have now because they have to go to fucking live shooter drills. They should all be ashamed. Republicans, Democrats, this whole country should be ashamed that we have live shooter drills in schools. It's offensive. But, okay. The the thing is, you you don't like abortion, scumbag? Then... Vote Democratic because abortion rates go down under Democratic policies. Why is that so hard for Democrats to say? Okay, when they say, when Republicans say pro-life, why do, don't the Democrats respond with, a, with laughter? What do you mean pro-life? You're pro-birth. You're not pro-life. You're pro-misogyny. And women in bondage, women have, forcing women to have babies, children that they can't, for whatever reason, they don't, they can't afford. I mean, the fact is that people, the economic reasons, as studies show, are, are the number one reason a woman would have an abortion. And then there are other reasons but no woman was going to be like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to have an abortion. You know, I'm, I carried this baby nine months. Let me have a partial birth abortion, you scumbags. Like a woman is going to carry something nine months and just be like, fuck it, kill it. Who do they think we are? Who do they think that they're dealing with? That's why they have to walk around with assault weapons all the time. They are living in a, in a madness in their minds. What country that's unified needs um, everybody having an assault weapon? That's what always bothers me, too, besides everything else, is that Democrats don't say, where where do these fuckers live? They're sending out Christmas cards with kids from age two on up. Everyone is holding an AK-47, and they look like idiots. They look like the idiots they are. But they think it's—I don't know why. Why would you do that? It's crazy. But okay, crazy is their—that's—that's—that's that's, uh, that's their superpower. But um, how these Republicans have the nerve to continue calling themselves Party of Life and saying things like, "Oh, if you think NRA is bad, wait till I see so you see Planned Parenthood." Well. Planned Parenthood saves lives. Absolutely. The, not only the NRA kills, it also kills your soul, your spirit, your country, your unity, your humanity, God damn it. This country is broken. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm sick of it. And we're sick from it. Everybody's sick of it though. But they the other assholes, the uh the fucking Republicans. I know the cursing is crazy tonight. But excuse me. But the Republican, it's off the chart. They're nuts. They're they're but they are they are suffering. And instead of helping, you know, instead of get, getting these assholes the help they need and making it possible for them to have the help they need, they what do they do they just divide 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 but the Repo- the democrats never respond i've never heard a democrat respond to a republican when they say party i'm a pro life they even say it on tv what are you calling them pro life they're not pro life scummies they're pro death and they're pro birth if that if at all they're pro Subjugation and division and ignorance. If you don't like abortion, then lay the groundwork for an upwardly mobile and economically secure working class majority that has access to health care. Well, not access, it has fucking health care. I got access to a Rolls Royce too, if I want it. But it ain't happening. You want to, you don't like abortion, vote Democratic. Lay the groundwork. That's how, that's why the Democrats are annoying. They don't have a message. This is the message. They're not pro-life, they're pro-birth. And if you don't like abortion, and as people don't like abortion, but we also don't like putting our government noses into somebody's private business. And that's what Roe v. Wade was decided on, privacy. But the, as you know, fascism needs the subjugation of women and targeted minority groups. It's all part of it. So they want their filthy Republican noses in your doctor's office. And it doesn't matter the hypocrisy. They Like these uh, Supreme Court scums, talking about stare decisis and uh, precedent no they wiped their ass with precedent just like that con man wiped his ass with classified documents while lying about Hillary Clinton all of those charges that he was talking about at his Nuremberg rallies are lies but yeah If you don't like abortion, vote Democratic. And if you don't like abortion, why aren't you for Medicare for all? Why aren't you for um, taxing the rich? High marginal tax rates on the filthy fascist rich so they don't have all this mad money to go running around corrupting government with. And the other thing is, get money out of politics. So these are the things that will make... Uh, abortion, the rates of abortion go down. Education, economics, and I don't know. That's yeah, living wages. It's all of those things. Family planning, education, opportunity. When you have an uh, an upwardly mobile working class majority, the abortion rates go down. And if somebody has finds themselves pregnant accidentally they don't, they're like, Oh, okay. You know, I, we have three kids. Um, it's okay. Uh, happy accident. I guess uh, we can afford bringing another child into this world, this fucked up world, because we live in an upwardly mobile and economically vibrant working class, uh, centered democratic Republic. You know, that's, It's not me just talking about it. That's what the studies say. And they say it too. My God, my God. I'm trying to find you guys now. I can't. Everything's off the the rack and the rails tonight. It really is. Everything I thought was working is not working. I hope it's the oh my what the fuck I just went into the chat room what now I see the chat room and I'm I'm losing my mind First of all thank you JD for your super chat for in pounds you lucky bastard JD says hi folks and JD I I love you and River what the mother me 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 River, you're amazing. River has uh, two incredibly generous super chats that really you that will help. Thank you, River. We never give in, never give up. The good fight. Love you, Tara. Love you right back, my friend. And River says, happy Valentine's. Thank you, River, with another super chat of incredible proportions. Maybe I can buy a new cord for this mic i gotta figure out what's going on everything's fucked up and thank you mark c for your super chat our our guest and i do not have to pay, you don't gotta pay me for the for the to get on the air here this show will also be on progressive voices so i hope a lot of people hear mark c's interview it was great because i mean listening to mark even your voice mark was soothing, and yeah, I love that you help people the whole person because we are spiritual beings in a human experience. That was something that you know we we say in the room: spiritual beings in a human experience. And I I agree a hundred percent. My and we talk about spirituality on the show, and my uh, my take on it is. It's just, it's really boiled down to we are all connected. E pluribus unum. That's another way. Uh, that, uh, there's nothing more Buddhist than e pluribus unum. Mama miho. Hi, Ku. Thank you for your super chat. And also being the moderator of the chat room, a f- fair and balanced <laughs> chat room. Thank you, John, for your super chat. My God, we got super chats coming out of the wazoo. Thank you, guys. That helps a lot. It also means a lot. And it helps because, you know, this shit ain't free. These mics ain't free. I guess maybe I need a new mic, too. This is a very good mic. It was not cheap, either. Something's so And then... You know, the ECAM, that costs, everything costs money. <clears throat> That's the way it is, make the world go around. But if anything, I hope that if, I don't know, I just, I hope we don't fail. This country doesn't fail. There's, but there's so many things. The other week we had Jeffrey Vogel on the show, remember from the New York City Labor Chorus, Oh, I see you. Hi, Nikki. Nikki Goldenheart has joined the chat room at youtube.com slash c4channel slash towerbuster. Haven't seen Nikki in a while. How you doing? How you doing? So we have a great chat room. I'm just saying it for others who are in other on other platforms. Come on over and hang out with these cool guys and gals. Humans in general Humans for real they know it's not just a you know human Be human be a human Not a not a goddamn Republican It's Unbelievable, let me look let me say we're gonna go a little long tonight Because I have to I know I messed up the time <laughs> so I don't know if we'll need some more I'll need some something to fill in if there's if there's something you know what I mean if there's some dead air because I have to make specific length pieces to send to pro- progressive voices why can't I talk? I don't know and I hate when that happens because it it makes my job so much harder and it takes a long time. All right. But there's other things to talk about. Holy moly. Irene contribution to the new Mike and Cord fund and happy Valentine's Day, Tarabuster and friends. Thank you so much, Irene. You're right. I love the Valentine's messages too. Cuz, uh, you know, you are my Valentine's. We have a lot to we have so much work to do. Okay, what was I saying? So I well, you guys know Jeffrey from the labor chorus. I just I think the show is going to end any minute though. No. Or maybe not. The fu- everything got fucked up. I think wait, what time is it? Holy shit, it's just, it's after 10. I think the um the music went away. Something got fucked up, so I'll have to add it. I think we're good. But anyway, let me just tell you the story, and then we'll end the show. So I ran into Jeff Jeffrey Vogel from the New York City Labor Corps. He was on the show the other week, and he said that, and maybe this person is listening, that this uh, man called him on the phone because they found his phone number online, and they were very upset about... um, their own life, and the labor unions weren't, uh, weren't doing work or helping the, um helping him and helping others. And, you know, it was, it was a couple of messages. He was very angry, and I felt really bad. I mean, Jeff told me about it, and, and he played the message, but I, the thing, I felt bad because this is a human being who is suffering, and yeah, he's right. He's got a point. The, and for example, you know, greed is the only American value, and labor unions who built the middle class and now uh, at one time during the New Deal they were 35% of the workforce, now they're 5% less than 5%. I mean, in the the private sector, it's worse, right? I think I'm, I might be, anyway, it's around 5%. It's it's appalling how labor unions have been assaulted. And that was, that was because of, of Reaganomics. And what happens when you do that? So you assault labor unions and You shrink them down, so like Grover Norquist said, to the size that you can drown in a bathtub. And think about that sick-ass metaphor, how he wants to drown government, the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, the government that the men who died on the beaches of Normandy gave their lives for. He wants to drown. Why don't the Democrats point that out? Okay. I wish they would. But so this man was suffering. And the fact is here, let let me just make an example here in New York. So labor unions are not perfect. And they are also, um, part of, uh, they're, they are, I'm trying to phrase this correctly. Um, Uh, influenced by by greed as well and big moneyed interest so and trying to survive all right because for example here in new york there is a single payer bill and we're trying to get it passed single payer health care in new york we're hoping like what happened in california we all were hoping that california would pass single payer and uh what the fuck is happening with it nothing Anyway, so here in New York, same thing. We have a single payer bill and it's getting momentum and we have a democratic legislature, but you know, who's against it? Of course the big money interest, but also labor unions are fighting against it because they don't want to use or lose one of their selling points. So because labor unions have been so assaulted and shrunk to the size that can be drowned in a bathtub, they need to have something to offer, right? So they tell their members that, yeah, we can get you. We have negotiated great health care plans for you. And they don't want to let go of that because what what are they going to do then they will be five percent of the workforce and they're up against the billionaires so what are they going to do they will be they will be considered oh well why do i want to join a union we get that anyway we get it anyway people say that Ah eh, well oh, i got to pay dues well, the point is, you know, we're in it together. So if we negotiate as a union, as a block, as a bunch of us, we have more power than sitting alone. You have nothing. You, They have all the power. You won't even have a seat at the table. But it's all, it's all been influenced by this greed and, um, well, it's fear as well. Fear of losing what they have and what we have. And uh, it keeps us divided. The game. Um, Of course, if we didn't, if we had single payer, if we had universal health care, it would be, it would be great. The unions would only have, they would get to negotiate better pay, better working conditions, better retirement security. That's also been ravaged by Reaganomics. So... The, why is why are businesses and unions in the business of healthcare? Because it's it's another fucking way they divide us, and it's you know they like that the the people at the top like you know, see how they have won, Reaganomics has done its damage. We need we need the voice of truth, the voice of reason. We need us. We need this show. We need Robin Kincaid, Mike Malloy, all of the voices that are trying to cut through this. Maybe Democrats will listen. I hope. I I call them and I say, what the hell? I give them these ideas. I told Tom Hartman, tell these fuckers when they come on your show, we are building the infrastructure of democracy. That's the selling, that's the talking point. Don't back down. You don't have to apologize for being on the right side of history. Be, you know, be proud to be a Democrat. Talk about what, you know, we're the party of democracy. But the the fact is, many of them are also sucking on the corporate teeth, like Nancy Pelosi, you know? So, anyway, we got a lot of problems. And on that thank you so much for hanging out tonight and thank you all for your amazing and generous super chats it really does help and I will be in doing some research and investing in some, whatever I gotta get a new cord for sure probably a new mic I gotta figure out what why um, you guys can't hear the music but I can and yeah we will we will win. Yeah, Nikki Goldenheart says, Is Mike Malloy still doing a show? Yeah, he's still doing a show. He's on Progressive Voices. Yep, you can listen to him on Progressive Voices and MikeMalloy.com. All right, my friend. Remember to go to aradicalu.com for Mark C's great and amazing, awesome. And I don't know, he's a human, he's a human, helping humans. That's what we do. We need each other. And Mark can help you as a help you with your birthright, which is happiness. We were all born to be happy. But look at me. I'm like, does this look happy? I don't know. All right. But I am happy when I hang out with you guys. Because you do give me hope. Suzanne asked, how's Tara Jr.? He's doing all right. He's doing kind. He's doing good. Kind. He's kind. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not kind. He is a brat to Ray. That's a little that's a little annoying. It's so sad because Ray is trying to be his friend. And he's trying. But Tara Jr., it's been over a year now, but Tara Jr. doesn't want anything to do with it. And I think, I explained before, I think that he, he associates Ray with being sick. That came, you know, when Ray got here and he got them sick. And I think he, you know, that's how they think. They So I think that it's stuck in his mind that Ray is something that gets him sick. So every time he sees him, he's like... <sniffs> Even though I feed them together, I give them treats, I do all the... Jackson Galaxy things. It's getting a little better, but... It's not... It's kind of annoying. <laughs> but he's alright. I love him. I love him. He's my... He's my little my little honey. I love him. I love them all. A Tara Jr. Jr. is special. He's toilet trained. Isn't that great? I gotta toilet train these others, but... It might be too late. Francis used to be toilet trained, but he started peeing on the floor and then I had to give him the litter box and then Ray came. So he's using the litter box. And But Tara Jr. Jr. still uses the toilet even though there's a litter box. That's how you... He th- He's a human inside. He's more human than... Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's for sure. But we have more work to do. I think we might have a show on Monday. I'm hoping. I am hoping. Here's to hoping. I hope that I have the f- sh- this fixed soon. And remember, we will win. That's right. Because... You know it. We're on the right side of history. Right? We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out, for giving me hope, for all your generosity to keep the show going and growing. If you can become a patron, please do, at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And we. Stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon.